Welcome to Raph and the Heathens Education Series. Thank you for joining us this day. Please like and subscribe and share our videos. Uh, today we will be talking about Frigg and her handmaidens. Undisputed queen of the Aesir, Frigg is the mother of Baldur and the wife of Odin. She is the goddess of motherhood, childbirth, nurturing, childcare. She is the protector of the children. Anyone who abuses children will witness her wrath, and there's nothing more ferocious than a mama bear protecting her cubs. In her attempt to save her son Baldur's life, she went to every living thing from the tiniest grain of sand to the tallest mountain, the simplest blade of grass to the tallest tree. Metal oars of every kind were made to swear oaths that they would not harm her son. But of course, as happens in parenthood, she overlooked one thing, mistletoe which proved to be his demise. But this story shows her for the loving, nurturing parent she is, and she is willing to go to any lengths to protect her child. It also shows that even Frigg, a goddess, cannot protect her child against everything. Frigg also has several handmaidens that she calls on for certain things. Some say these are aspects of the goddess, but for the purposes today, we will refer to them as separate entities. The first of these handmaidens is Saga. This is second only to Frigg. She is the teller of stories and the keeper of all sagas. Air is the second one. She is the physician of the gods and specialist in herbal medicine. She is also a Valkyrie. Gefion, the giver of plentiful food stores, gives enough that it will meet your needs and you will not want for anything. Fula is the virgin handmaiden and the keeper of Frigg's box of secrets. What mysteries will be unfolded in the chest in her hands? Shiofin inclines the heart to love beyond lust and attraction. She is the essence of the family unity, siblings, parent to child, and those to build a strong foundation of friendship. Lofen is the essence of permission, whether that be unity in marriage or one who refuses before or acceptance within yourself to give oneself permission and to accept things, she is the one to give it. Var witnesses oaths and contracts. She ensures those commitments are kept and punishes those that break them. Vor, the power of intuition. Chances are if your intuition is guiding you in a direction, it is Vor that leads that charge. Sin guards the door to Fenslayer the hall in which Frigg dwells. Some say this is where the abused children or victim of domestic violences stay, all while being guarded by this steadfast handmaiden. Hlin. Hlin is the protector of sin and assists in guarding the door. She is more prone to action than defense, however. She is the one that rescues those that Frigg wishes to save and does so with furious vigor. Snorta. This is the lady. She, as in etiquette, she knows the rules of behavior and why things to need to be that way. She is a true master of manners and proper behavior. Ensure that you are addressing her appropriately, with respect and dignity. Na, the messenger of Frigg. She rides on hoof flourisher, carrying Frigg's words throughout the nine realms. <clears throat> she then also, in turn, carries messages to Frigga. She is how to communicate with Frigg. Frigg, as you can see, has a lot on her shoulders being queen of the Aesir, but only a steadfast goddess could manage it all. Some say that the goddess Freya is an aspect of Frigg. There is sufficient evidence to support this, 
but we will keep her separate and let you drop your own conclusions. It seems to me that we have uh, quite a bit of time left on this podcast, so we're going to go ahead and go over another one of the gods, Thor. Who has not heard of the mighty god of thunder made famous by the Marvel Comics series? Though he is the star of his own comics, there are some flaws in the series that are obvious when looking into the actual lore of the Mjolnir Weirling god. For instance, he isn't a blonde at all. Instead, the lore tells of a bright red beard and a head of hair. But you'll soon see in the latter part of this podcast during his tales in mythology. Thor is the god of thunder, rain, storms, lightning, sacred groves and trees, hollowing, protection, fertility, and strength. There is debate on whether or not Thor is indeed the god of lightning, but no other gods have been proven in his stead. So we'll conclude that that is within his realm of influence since he is the god of the rest of the makings of a storm. Thor resides in his hall Bilskinir, which is said to be the hall of thralls and slaves. There is debate over whether or not this is the hall of the quote-unquote working class too. Adorned with his belt, Megingjord, strength, he doubles his already immense strength, and with his gloves, Jarnsgriper, grip, he can wield his mighty hammer Mjolnir, also known as grind or crush. He travels the nine worlds, slaying Yatun, or giants, along the way, the sounds of which can be heard echoing in the thunder in the clouds. He can accomplish many great feats throughout the sagas, including being able to lift one paw of a cat up off the ground. For the hidden joke of that, you'll have to wait until we tell the stories of mythology later on in these podcasts. Thor is the son of Odin and Jord, husband of Sif and father of sons Modi, and Magni, and his daughter Thrud, strength. His goal is to slay the mighty world serpent Jorgenmunder, whom he will he will face him at Ragnarok and slay him, but he will not be able to take three steps before dying from the venom of that great snake. He resides in his hall Bilskinir with his wife and children. Thor blames Loki for everything, and if Loki didn't do it, Loki knows who did. He has a way of handling the trickster god, but he is also the god of the common people, a hero for most, but the foremost enemy of the Yatun. As a personal reference, I would have to say that him and his wife Sif go hand in hand. Sif is the wife of Thor. They conceived Thrud. Her son Ullr was conceived by an unknown male before she and Thor were wed. She is the stepmother of Modi and Magni, Thor's sons of a previous marriage. She is the essence of family unity. She raises her stepsons as her own, and she and Thor care for her illegitimate as well as the rest. She is the pinnacle of true motherly love. There are those who will argue that Sif is not the goddess of fidelity as she supposedly had relations with Loki. However, it should be known that this could have been an attempt to defame one of the most prominent and worshipped goddesses by the encroaching colonization efforts. Her greatest feature is her long golden hair, which was cut at the root by Loki, playing an essential role in the creation of Mjolnir. The story was an allegory for the crops being hewn by man and bringing wealth. Often the ancient Norse women would grow their hair super long as tribute to the goddess and dedicate hours of grooming in her honor. 
That concludes this week's podcast. For more information on the gods, please like, subscribe, and share to get the word out. We will be telling stories of the other gods in next week's podcast. Please stay tuned, and I will see you all next week. Thank you very much. Go with the gods.